Hey everyone, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. Today's guest is Gabrielle Bruner. She has been in the business for eight years and she's a new mom. Um, she has an 11 month old little boy. Uh, she's already closed six million this year, so she's killing in real estate. And today you're gonna find out why sometimes it's good to get fired. So let's get started. Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Kentrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hi, ladies. Welcome. Hello. So Gabrielle just moved, so she's using her hotspot for internet. So if it looks fuzzy, it's because it is, and it's okay. But behind <laughs> all that, she's a beautiful girl. We're so happy to have you, Kristen. Thank you for being here. So Gabrielle, give us a little bit. I know that people call you Gabe, so we'll call you Gabe from here on out. Okay. Um, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I was born and raised here in Arizona. I grew up in Tempe. Um, my husband and I met about a week out of high school and we've kind of been together ever since. Um, we got married three years ago now and I've been in real estate for eight years. We had our baby last August and yeah, that's a nutshell. That is a nutshell. Yes. <laughs> and so you've really like done well in real estate. What? I feel like that's like the perfect story. If you're like dreaming of what your life like when you grow up and meet your boyfriend a week after or your husband a week after oh. high school, married, have a baby. No. There was a little <laughs> break. That wasn't as good as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow. It, sound, it, it does sound good. <laughs> if I would have met, if I would have met my husband a week out of um, high school, he would have been like, 26. <laughs> that would have been awful. Yeah. I graduated. <laughs> from that later. So, okay. What did you say? I said, good thing it was later than otherwise. Yeah, oh, okay. He would have been 26. I don't think my mom would have been happy. <laughs> well, I started dating Dave when I was 19 and he was 26. And my mom was so, my dad was so mad, but we worked out. <laughs> when I turned 26, I looked at him and I was like, how did you date me when I was 19? <laughs> Girls are different though. It would have been the other way around would have been. Yeah, that would have been worse. No. <laughs> so tell us about your boy. Oh, I got to let my dog out. Hold on. You're fine. Can I go? <laughs> yeah, go. Um, so he was born in August. His name's Bo. He's this giant baby. Like he wears two T and three T clothes. He's just giant, but, um, he's the best little guy. We're just obsessed with him. He's so, he's always been so easy until probably like a month ago. And now he's so busy in everything all over the place. So we're kind of adjusting from being, having an easy baby to, one that's just all over the place. So we're learning right now. Because he's like, is he walking yet or is he crawling around no, everywhere? He's like sprint crawling is what I call it. He's like, you turn your head and he's disappeared. <laughs> you have no <laughs> <one>. He's gone. 
That's definitely one of the hardest times when you have a baby is like, cause you're used to them just like sitting there and they can't do anything without you. And then all of a sudden they're just like putting everything in their mouth and yeah. Yeah, he's become very independent. <clears throat> yeah. So tell, tell us how it's been. Like you've been in real estate for eight years and this is obviously the first year you've had a baby and been in real yeah. estate and you're still doing better. So tell us about that a little bit. So, um, well, I do want to preface my first, I've been in real estate for eight years, but my first three years, they were part-time. So, and I sold like a house or two a year. So I don't even know if that really counts. Um, the one adjustment that I had to kind of make, and I know that anyone else can relate to this was before I could kind of just ebb and flow and do what I wanted when I wanted. And now I just had to become this juggling expert overnight. You know what I mean? Like literally overnight. <laughs> literally overnight. And his schedule comes first even before my work. So I really have had to kind of make an effort and learn to time management so much better than I used to. I kind of used to just do everything on the fly or I would have my full day ahead of me to do something. And I was just flexible because I mean, I'm real estate really doesn't have a schedule unless you do time blocking, which I don't. And then, um, yeah, so that was my biggest thing was learning time management, getting up maybe an hour earlier than I used to just to get myself ready first and then take care of him, figure out everything just with his day first before work. So that's been my biggest obstacle, but I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> I don't know if that part ever gets better. I had my kids slept over at my sister's Wednesday night. So yesterday I woke up, at, I got ready in 15 minutes. I was out the door in yeah. 20 minutes. This is the life. Like, like all of a sudden, like very good at like doing things quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Where it took me a long time. It, yeah. takes, it takes a long time. Like we raise really, really independent kids, but it yeah. still takes like until they're six or seven before. No, not that's not true. Four or five until you can really start to have some control. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say six or seven. Say four or five. <laughs> I know. I was well, yeah, six seven. I still have time. <laughs> it's hard. Now it's a lot easier. Like that part's a lot easier because you know I have six kids and four are still here, and the youngest is nine. So that part gets a lot easier. But then everything else starts to get complicated. It's like you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. And my favorite, my favorite line in your questionnaire that you said is, "You're like I, I used to like." What did you say? Something about, I didn't she realize how much time I had or something like that. What did you say? You said, I, you, go I ahead. No idea. I even said this to my husband yesterday because we're in the middle of, we're living in a construction zone because we're renovating our house. And so all of our stuff is still kind of in the garage and then we're working on top of it. And we always keep talking about how simple our life was just a year ago. And I would feel busy. I don't know what the hell I was busy with. There what. <laughs> what what was i doing like <laughs> traveled all the time we did whatever we wanted like yeah i was working but at the same time like it wasn't i don't know why i felt busy and stressed because that was cake that yeah. my, sometimes my kids say you know th that they just don't have time to do something i'm like you don't have a job you don't even do your chores how do you not have world? <laughs> hey danny miller hi danny oh i love honey Miss your face, Danny. <laughs> I'm not the only one. She's up in the White Mountains at her cabin right now. Yeah. The best. 
Mm-hmm. So, okay, I had teased everybody at the beginning when I introduced you and said how sometimes it's good to get fired. So I really want to talk about your story there. Tell us about that. Okay, so when I, I started, I was in the restaurant industry since the minute I turned 16 until I got fired when I was 24. Um, but so I start, I was at Zips. I'm not, I'm not trying to like call them out, but I've worked at Zips for five years. And I would get written up from time to time for like having my cell phone out or just like doing things I wasn't supposed to. So um, I kept giving myself myself deadlines to quit um, to get full time into real estate, and I kept avoiding them. So I would say like, okay, I'm going to quit after the Super Bowl, or I'll quit after March Madness, or whatever like big chunk of money was coming at the time from the service industry. So my last deadline was I said I'm going to quit before my 25th birthday which was May 18th which is Kristen's birthday also yep and then um it was May 13th I went in and I remember I gave a regular a free soda just I didn't even think about ringing it in like he just asked for it he had had five beers beforehand I wasn't like deliberately giving merchandise away I'm not making an excuse for myself but so that's <laughs> the reason why I got canned but it was five days before my birthday and I remember I was like, I walked out and I was like, well, they did it for me. <laughs> yeah, right. I, was I was, I was heartbroken. I loved that job. Like I loved my friends. I loved the regulars, but I would never have left if they didn't make me leave. So it was a good thing. That is a good thing. You know, how many years were you already in real estate at that time when you got fired? I was two years. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't have ever done it. I'm telling no, you, God, it's so good that way. Sometimes when we know what we're supposed to be doing yeah. and we don't do it, sometimes he's like, uh, I gave you the chance to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now no. I'm going to do it for you. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and I'm, it sounds so stupid to be fired over a Coke, but literally if that's like the small thing that it took to get me out of there, I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. My husband and I talk about it all the time. Like I would have never left. And I remember when I called him, when I was walking out of the bar and I was like sobbing, he was like, well, what are you going to do for a job? And I was like, I think I just have to do real estate full time now. (laughs) What did he think about that? He, 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 he was nervous because he had to float the boat for a little bit, um, which he was capable of. And, but we weren't even engaged. So I think it was kind of like a little bit of, a hard pill for him to swallow. Like, okay, he loved me. We lived together. I was his girlfriend, but at the end of the day, it's not like we were officially tied to each other. So yeah, it was, I'm, it was, I couldn't have done it without him either. I'll tell you what, yeah. um, when Chuck and I were first together, we weren't, obviously we weren't married at first and mm-hmm. we were partnering and he had a, um, a graveyard shift at, at the casino. Yeah. And, we were trying to get our real estate business going and it wasn't working. I like, we were sucking. And so I made him quit his job. Like I fired him, but I wasn't his boss. I like said, you, if you don't quit this job, we can't like, we have to put everything in the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that See? was good. I fired him. That's awesome. <laughs> we, wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been, cause you know, if you're working, from like, I would, I don't know what graveyard yard shift is. It's like nine or 10 at night until like way early in the morning. Yeah. What are you during the day? That's, you know, you can do that for a, a minute, but you can't go and get burnt out really quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's like the best firing ever. Did you ever go back to your old boss and thank him? <laughs> no, because the, <laughs> there's kind of a turnover there. My old boss got fired like a minute after I did. 
So I was hoping you were going to say, well, I actually sold his house. That would be cool. Um, don't even discount it. You, you never know when it's going to come back around. No, I wouldn't even. You're right. You're right. If he were to call one day, I would happily do it. I have no idea if he still lives in the state. So, <laughs> so tell us what your best source of business is. Is it is it your personal sphere? Yes, it's my sphere, one hundred percent. So I was born and raised here, obviously, and then um, I just have a big network that I've established just from either the bar, or just growing up here, friends, families, friends, um, or I'm sorry, friends, families. So everything, literally, if I look at my book of business for just even the past like three years, there's nothing that just came randomly. There How wasn't. Do you work it? I'm. I wish I had a good answer. I don't have an organized way to work. I don't have a CRM. I know that's like the biggest real estate crime in all the world. Like you need to have a database. And you need to work it. And I don't. I just honestly, I have a notebook that I keep lists constantly and then the next day i'll like cross off leads as they come in and then the next day i'll look at the list from the day before and just keep it updated it's kind of like an archaic way to do things but it's just the way i do it you know i, I, love I, this. I, I think you, know this what? you are like one of my favorite types of agents to that i would love to coach because you do well and you don't have a system and so can you imagine, and I'm talking to all of you guys out there, let us help you. If you're talented and have connections like Gabe here and you're killing it and you have no systems, do you know what a top producer you can be? It is so cool. I think about that all the time. I literally think about that all the time. So I like in my like to-do list, my like master to-do list, it's always like to sign up for Lion's Desk or something like that. So it's always in the back of my mind. It's just something else will come up that I just put it on the back burner for. I'll never forget. I was talking to this, um, this agent, she, we were having coffee and she does like 13 million in production. She goes, I don't have any system. She goes, if I don't have, if I start to feel slow, I pick up my phone and I scroll and I start texting people and I'll get deals. I'm like, well, Honestly, that kind of is how it is. So, I, but so Angel to Angela's aside, that's absolutely right. Like that's kind of how I do it too. Like I can't if I actually had a system and spent even two hours every single day. I think it would just explode. Yeah. When you're ready, yeah. when you're ready to explode your business, swear it's just. Oh my gosh, Danny, you don't either. We need to talk. Like, that's so exciting. It's not, and I'm not trying to be critical at all because if you can kill it with no systems, I mean, come on. The world is like open to you to go out and just, you could build a team because of it. If you wanted to, you could have a buyer's agent. There's so much you could do to build your business when you're raw talent, you're a people person, you've got a network and you're killing it already. That is so exciting. You know what, Angela, maybe this podcast will be like the catalyst of me getting fired. Maybe you saying all this will be the catalyst for me, like actually doing it. Yeah. <laughs> we can help. We can help. Anyway, I forget, I even forget we have a, an audience, but that was like awesome. And if you guys are listening, don't be ashamed of the things that you aren't doing. Celebrate what you are doing and then go find someone to help you get yeah. better at what you aren't doing. That's the process of being amazing in this career. You just 
okay, I, you know what? I recognize something I need to work on and now I'm gonna take that next step. And then all of a sudden your business changes and then you have another path. That's why I've been able to stay in this business since 2001 because it doesn't have to stay the same and you can grow when you're ready to grow. It's so exciting. I'm a Do little you know bit my baby's daycare is on summer break right now. So he goes back next week. So I will hold myself accountable. His first day back at daycare, I will set it up. I'll send him some training. Anyone who has a great database, anybody who is killing it already, but doesn't have systems in place. If you will email me, I will send you a free training. In fact, I think I even, oh, there I am. If you email me or call me, I will send you the training for free. You don't have to do anything. I'll literally just send it to you. And this is for your center of influence. I would love to help. That's an awesome offer. Thank you. All right. So tell us, um, what do you do in all your free time? <laughs> we used to travel all the time. We used to try and take a big trip a year internationally or wherever. Um, my husband actually used to work on the East Coast six months out of the year. So for like April to October, I used to go back and forth from wherever he was to out here. And we would take little mini trips. Like when I was up there, we would go like try and catch a Diamondbacks game wherever they were on the East Coast. Um, we're, Cardinal, we're giant Cardinals fans. We have season tickets. So a lot of our time is devoted to them. Um, we go to a Cardinals game away every year too, which we've been doing that for like eight years now, which is super fun, but I don't think it's happening this year. It's kind of a bummer. Playing last weekend. Yeah. We went to Wyoming, my family, <laughs> but, but a family vacation with your baby is almost more work than not going on vacation. Mm -hmm. So I'll teach, you, I'll teach you a new phrase. If my husband and I go on vacation, it's a vacation. If our family comes, it's a family trip. There you go. Yeah, they're two different categories. Yeah, we on the flight home, we were like, this was work. <laughs> yeah. You have to tell everyone this story about um, when your son and you and breastfeeding and that like moment you had. What? God. <laughs> Is it the one that I wrote down about a showing and he ran out of food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, I, I think I was like six or seven weeks postpartum and I took him to a showing. My husband was at work and I had just finished breastfeeding the week before. Well, I, try, I was weaning. So um, I didn't bring a bottle because he had just eaten and I was like, okay, this is one house. Like it was down the road from my actual house too. So I was like, perfect. We'll be in and out in 30 minutes. Well, of course we found like two or three more after that. And I remember I was just so stressed the entire time thinking like, please just stay asleep. Do not wake up. The minute you wake up, you're going to be a monster. And so what does he do at the very last house? He wakes up. So he's screaming in the car and I just go and unlock the door for them. And I say like, Hey, go take a look. I have to try and feed him. Like I can't take him in this house. <laughs> so I grabbed him. I'm sitting in the back of my car and I'm trying to breastfeed him. And I literally think like a drop came out. Oh no. Pissed like, him off. Not even a full teaspoon. And that just made him lose his mind. And it was, I was crying too. And I just remember I rolled down the window because they were walking out of the house. And I said, all right, I'll call you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> We all have those stories. Once yeah, I, it was, 
we were still, we were luckily still within like 10 minutes from our house and then my husband came and intercepted him actually so it he wound up being fed but it was just like i remember thinking like i've got to this was a good lesson for me i don't leave the house now without food no did those people yeah. buy a house from you yeah they closed in December. <laughs> so. One time I was door knocking with my with my 20 year old now. He's almost 21. I can't even believe it. I was door knocking with him and um, you can see my dog's tail. <laughs> um, I was door knocking with him and he was in a stroller and he was like one. And um, he put his hand outside of the stroller and he, and he brushed it against one of those cactuses that have little teeny spines and itching powder. And so he went like this. And so the spines were in both of his hands. And, and he started like losing his mind. And so this lady was out in her front yard and she brought me inside, helped pick every single spine out of his hands. And he was like so done and so spent and so exhausted. And so I was like ready to bring him home. But when I rolled the stroller out of the house, I saw down the street that the, the for sale by owner, like the guy had just pulled up in the driveway. So instead of being a good mom, I beelined it for the for sale by owner. <laughs> I was going to say, did you end up selling the house for the lady who helped you? But it was done. I got the for sale by owner. Yes. And then that started, that actually started a stream of business because the people who bought that for sale by owner had a house to sell. And people who, I mean, it was like the stream of business from me treating my very tired one year old. <laughs> Second right. <laughs> I just feel like the breastfeeding story, like I think everyone can like think of a moment where they were like in a situation like that. And I feel like when you're a new mom and your baby's hungry, you feel like they're gonna starve if they don't get food like the yes. second they start crying. Mm -hmm. Like I would pull over on the side of the road the minute they'd start screaming that yeah. that newborn scream, oh was the worst. I just yeah. And I feel like there's this myth that breastfeeding is like happy and easy oh, and it's far from either of those things. So that's why I quit so early because I just had to dive back into work and it just, yeah, I just hard. on me at all times after that. <laughs> I remember thinking like, okay, nobody warned me about this and this is harder than giving birth. <laughs> I was like, it was hard. No one said about how hard breastfeeding is. So I'm going to tell you a terrible story that you're never going to unsee. Okay. So when I was breastfeeding my first child, you took pictures and then you went and you brought it to the Walgreens or whatever to get them right. developed. Right. And mm -hmm. so that ages me. So I thought I've seen all of these beautiful pictures of breastfeeding. They're sweet. And I wanted one of me and my son. And so I, ha I took a picture or I had, I think somebody okay. take a picture. Right. And I thought this is going to be like a sweet, very like modest picture of, of breastfeeding. So I brought it to the, the film to the Walgreens and then whatever, a few days later, go to pick up the pictures and I opened them up there in Walgreens and I started crying immediately. And this is why <laughs> I had the huge, I had big boobs already. They were so big from breastfeeding. Yep. So it looked like a watermelon next to a pea. <laughs> it, was, it was disgusting and the reason why i was crying is not because i couldn't throw it out but the guy behind the counter is probably the one who really? that's a riot and it was awful, mm -hmm. it was awful. So funny. i know i know so what know. are your plans this year you're going to do six million do you think that you're going to double what are you going to do well you're already so, at six million aren't you 
um, at the end of July, it'll be six. So my goal was eight. So I'm hoping it'll be now some, I'm like remodeling it. I think hopefully it'll be somewhere around 10. Um, my focus has been solely on my house right now for the past two weeks. So I, I know without a shadow of a doubt that that two weeks will like create a lag somewhere. So I need to pedal to the metal next week and just start social media in it again, calling people again, texting people again, because I can always kind of just feel when there's a lag, if I haven't kept my focus, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So just those, those two weeks. So, um, yeah, that's the, I'm hoping to finish somewhere around 10 now. Um, I'm thinking it'll be likely the market's bananas, as you guys know, crazy. Yeah. Wow. So what advice would you give someone either who's hesitant to get into real estate at, should I call at maybe, maybe say, Hey, if you are, you have another job and you're hesitant to get in real estate, just have your boss call me and I'll tell, I'll tell things to get you fired. Yeah. <laughs> My first advice would be to give away a free Coke to your regular <laughs> to go with their pizza. <laughs> My biggest advice would be, would be to either join a team or hire a coach. If there's, if you have the funds to do so, because I think part of the reason why I was so afraid to leave was because I thought I could do it on my own. Like the thought of giving away half of a commission or 30% of a commission just like made me sick, but I was also making $0. So mm -hmm. like I was make I was giving away 30% of zero. Um, I, but I wish I would have joined a team out the gate because it did take me like three years to kind of actually get going mm -hmm. until I did join the team. And it kind of, because I had no confidence. I was scared to even like call an agent. I didn't, I thought every person that I was calling was some $50 million producer that was just going to walk all over me and make me feel stupid. So that would be my biggest piece of advice would be to join a team or get a coach, something to help you gain confidence out the gate because it is an intimidating industry because there's so many people and there's so many people with experience. And that, so that would be my biggest number one. Awesome. That is awesome advice. In fact, if you're out there and you're new or you're struggling, read this. My husband and I wrote it and right in there, it says, why the heck are you reinventing the wheel? Why are you doing that? Yeah. There are plenty of people out there and resources so that you can be excellent faster and learn faster. So that's, that is awesome advice. I read that book. I do like that book quite a bit. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so if you guys are struggling out there, you can call any of us and we'll help point you in the right direction. So mm -hmm. don't struggle by yourself. You don't have to. Real estate is so great. And there are things that you can learn quicker than just trying to figure it out by yourself. So yeah. um, you have been, and you're clear now, so everyone can see how pretty you are. You are. Uh -huh. <laughs> Wait, was I not? No. A little bit, no. You were like a mysterious right. woman. You were like, you were, like giving away secrets and they had to like blur out your body so, so no one could identify you. Wi-Fi <laughs> is tomorrow. <laughs> what did you say? Wi-Fi is tomorrow. <laughs> I'm coming over today so I can get boxes. Yeah. I'm right over there. Okay. I thank you so much. I know moving and a baby and trying to keep your business alive is so busy, but thank you for taking time to talk yeah. with us. I know. I just know that our audience is going to love you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It was fun. All right, guys. Thank you guys for watching. Tune in next week for another episode and share this with your friends. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.